Welcome to Breaking Barriers. You know your path. We know the obstacles. And we can teach you how to tear them down. And now your host, CEO and founder of Adapting Social, John Vigero. All right, John, it is so nice to meet you and we're really excited to uh, chat with you a little bit today. For all of our listeners out there, this is John Lee Dumas. Is that right? That is correct, Megan. Woo! John Lee Dumas. He is the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire and the author to The Common Path to Uncommon Success. Now, John, before podcasting, I did read up that you were in a few different spaces. So why don't you share with us what inspired you to make the jump into the journey that you are on today? Yeah, so I went to college on an Army ROTC scholarship. So post-college, I was an officer in the U.S. Army for eight years. Did a little 13-month tour of duty in Iraq during that time frame. Um, Post-Army, I tried a bunch of different traditional career paths. I went into uh, law school, tried corporate finance, tried commercial real estate. And I call that my six years of struggle. Like I just wasn't really finding my thing during those six years. But about 10 years ago, at 32 years old, um, I was listening to a podcast and I said, I just love these podcasts that are interviewing successful entrepreneurs. I'm learning so much from them. But the shows that I love are coming out one day per week. Like, I need a show that comes out every single day and it didn't exist, Megan. So I said, why not be that person that uh, launches the first daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs? That was 10 years ago. That was 3,500 episodes ago. Wow. A million listens ago. Entrepreneurs on Fire was my idea and I haven't stopped since. This podcast is sponsored by Hatteras, a leader in print-based communications with services ranging from high impact direct mail and packaging to retail graphics and environmental branding. Hatteras helps global brands engage with their target audience through the power of print. Reach out to them at hatteras.us for help with your next print project. So when you first started, I think it's so different. You're absolutely right. Podcasts, they come out once a week, maybe twice a week if we're lucky. So interviewing someone daily, how did you go about finding guests for every single day of the week? I feel like there's such a struggle in that. It was a lot of work. Um, One of the best strategies that I used was back in 2012, I Googled top entrepreneur conferences 2012. And guess what? That took me to a page where it's like top 10 Uh, entrepreneur conferences of 2012. I'd click on that article. I'd Mm -hmm. click on the link that would take me to the actual page of those events. And then on those pages, there'd be a little tab that says speakers. And I click on speakers. And some events have 10 speakers. Some events had 150 speakers. In my mindset was like, if these people, number one, are successful enough to be asked to speak on stage at these conferences. They're mm-hmm. definitely good enough for my you know, brand new podcast. But number two, they're willing to fly across the country, stay in some crappy hotel room for three days to speak for 45 minutes on stage in front of 200 people. What if my pitch was, hey, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., wake up, have a cup of coffee. You can stay in your bathrobe because mm-hmm. I'm audio only. I don't even need your video. So keep your video off. Keep your hair all messy. Mm-hmm. Let's talk for 25 minutes about your area of expert expertise. I kind of made it an irresistible offer yeah. and not everybody said yes, even with that irresistible offer, but enough people did where I was able to, you know, ask a hundred people 
get 60 yeses and then just keep building off of that. And then, you know, once a couple of years went by and my show, you know, grew to this massive size where now we actually get over 1 million, actually over 1.2 million listens every single month of the show. Um, now I get 400 plus inbound requests per month of people wanting to be a guest on entrepreneurs on fire. So it's like that tipping point happens not right away over time, but back in 2012, 2013, it was all about finding the grinds. I bet. I bet. There's a lot of outreach with that. And there's a lot of, you have to really pitch yourself as somebody who's authoritative in the space too, because you have a brand new podcast. You're trying to get these big names on there. Um, it's definitely a lot of work. Now, out of all of the entrepreneurs that you've interviewed, has there been a piece of advice that stuck with you over the years? <sighs> Do things that don't scale. You know, so many people when they first start off, are only looking to do things that scale, that leverage, that you know they can just put in $1 and get out $100. And that can exist later in the game. But every entrepreneur that I've interviewed, and I've experienced the exact same thing myself, at the beginning of your journey, when you're just starting to get going, when you're trying to get that initial momentum, that initial traction, you have to do things that don't scale. Do the one-on-one, trade your time for dollars. Like there's that thing people are like, don't trade your time for dollars. And like, that can be a goal of yours in mm -hmm. the future to not trade your time for dollars. But guess what? Right now your time isn't worth exponential. It's worth whatever it's worth, which is not much. My time was not worth much back when I launched. Now mm -hmm. it's worth a ton because of what I've built. So do things that don't scale. That is the complete opposite of what you normally hear. I think that when somebody thinks about starting a business, the first thing people are looking up is how to scale my business, right? Or how to scale my passion. So um, that's really interesting. Now, through your interviews, you're talking to different entre entrepreneurs about their worst entrepreneurial moment. Do you have one? Uh, my worst entrepreneurial moment would definitely be the time that I launched a product. It was my first product I ever launched. It was called Pod Platform. I thought it was a fantastic idea. And in fact, there's actually a lot of businesses that are doing this today, mm -hmm. but it was too early. It was 2012. There wasn't enough people in the industry. There wasn't enough demand for what I was trying to create. Um, and it was essentially just a business where I was going to say, hey, Megan, Record your MP3, your audio file, send it to me. I'll do everything else. I'll edit it. I'll upload it to, the, to my media host. I'll host it with my personal media host. I'll you know get sponsors. I'll do this. I'll do the show notes page. It was like an all done for you service. And when I, in my opinion, like what people that I was thinking wanted was just a really easy way to just record something and then send it out and just have it out there in the world without them having to do the tech side of things. Because back in 2012, the tech was a lot more difficult than it is now. Right. And I built a little bit of a team around that and was all prepped and ready to go. And it just was way too early. Nobody was willing to pay enough to make that business work sense, make sense. And it was going to be so much work for such a little profit margin that I just shut it down pretty quickly. And um, that was a big failure, a big... Um, you know, negative early in my journey. How long did you give it before you made that decision? 15 days. Wow. I, I, I like to say, you know, fail fast because it was okay. so obvious that this was just a failure. And a lot mm -hmm. of people just 
try to make something that's a failure work for way too long. Like I could feel it in my heart and my gut. They were both telling me this is not the right thing to do. The results on paper were also telling me the same thing. You know, if my heart was just like, hey, this is something that I'm just so passionate about, I would have pushed through and done it at least a little bit longer. Right. But all the signs for me were pointing to this is not the right product at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because a lot of people do try to push past that failure because it's something that, especially when you take a, a really big risk to go and do something, right? If you quit your job to start your own business and then you find out it's a failure, you're holding on to that a little bit more than the average person should. Yeah. Dr. Zhao is an expert with the leading residential solar company in the country. His passion to help others combined with the goal of having the world run on the sun can change how our planet is powered forever. It costs you nothing and can either totally eliminate your electric bill or at least cut it down significantly. It's free money. Go to www.drjoenosolar.com to see if you qualify for solar and help make the world a better place. Um, now, what is something you're looking forward to this upcoming year? Balance. Balance is my word of 2022. And I think okay. a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that, myself included. Oh, yeah. You either work way too much or you work way too little or you know, you're focused way too much on your health or not enough. And believe me, believe it or not, you can focus too much on your health. And that's actually kind of one thing that I experienced where, you know, I was actually doing too many healthy things. And if that doesn't make sense to you, it's like everything in moderation, even moderation, like, guess what? Doing a sauna for 30 mm -hmm. minutes is really, really healthy, but doing a sauna for 30 minutes every single day, seven days a week can really deplete your body of minerals if you're not careful and replenishing the correct way. So that's just an example of taking health too far. Right. And I've done some of those things myself where I, you know, had this really thriving business, really stable home life. Like I had this opportunity to really make like 2021 my year of like um just making a amplifying and magnifying and perfecting in my you know own phraseology my health. And in a lot of areas, I took it too far. So now I'm having to kind of dial back and say, okay, like I'm 42 years old. You know, I'm not trying to be a Mr. Olympian. I never was. And I'm not trying to. So why am I training like one? Mm -hmm. I need to settle down, relax, more balance, still do all those healthy things, but in a balanced moderation type of way. And so that's something I'm looking forward to in 2022 is really finding my balance, which, you know, is always going to be a balance. You know, you're never perfectly balanced. You're always tipped one way too little too much or back the other way a little too much. And you're always having to kind of play that game, but it's the game of life. It definitely is. I was just talking to somebody earlier this week about this concept and, um, you know, there's so many different influencers on social media who put out, this is my morning routine, or this is, this is what I do to stay healthy. And a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs or even early entrepreneurs, they look at that as, okay, well, this is my idol. This is what they're doing. So I need to work out every single day, or I need to, you know, eat like they do. And they don't pay as much attention to what works specifically for them and what that balance is. Um, do you have a way that you're monitoring that balance? Or are you just going off of the way that you feel? Do you have reminders? A lot of the way that I feel. It's kind of a lot of like, um, you know, trial and error type of things. Right. You know, I definitely work with health professionals. Like I have a functional medicine doctor. I have an energy healer that I'm working with. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying a lot of different paths and just kind of experiencing 
different experiences and seeing how that that works out and again at the end of the day it's you know what is your your body telling you what is your heart telling you what is your mind telling you like really trying to stay in tune with self right yeah absolutely John, I think we're coming up to the end of our time. Do you want to um, plug yourself for everybody who's listening so that they can find you? Yeah, so my podcast is Entrepreneurs on Fire. If you have any interest of hearing really cool chats with the world's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs, definitely give it a listen. Um, my book was launched in 2021, The Common Path to Uncommon Success. You can find that and everything else we have going on at my headquarters, which is eofire.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, John, and uh, we hope to talk to you soon. Thanks, Megan. Appreciate it.